Now on Drama on News Talk, writer and producer Ruth Hayes tells the story of Jane's struggle to get correctly diagnosed and facing up with the realities of having cancer as a young mother in the audio drama Whispers. Possessed you to buy a teal silk top. Jane. 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 Sweetheart. Mommy. Sweetheart. They've been planning this for months. We'll have cake. We'll get those fancy balloons. Party games. Don't you worry, Jane. You don't have to lift a finger. We'll sort it all out. She's my daughter. I want to lift a finger. We'll get a clone. No. Fairy. (laughs) Yeah, she loves a fairy. Little girls love fairies, don't they? Especially our little Tara. She's my Tara. Why do they all have to be so... So bloody interfering. (coughs) (coughs) I know, I know. They mean well. Jane, are you okay? Do you need me to come up? My God, this is the most attention I've ever had. (laughs) Do you hear me? Middle child syndrome, anyone? No, I'm okay. I'll be down in a sec. That's Alan, my husband of ten years. I should really know these details, shouldn't I? Alan is way better than me for remembering dates. Which, come to think of it, has kind of come in handy since all this started. He's the worrier of the two of us, the planner. If it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't leave the house at the moment. I'd be curled up in my pyjamas on the couch, not in a beautiful but six-stained teal silk top, that's for sure. Where's where's the the bucket? I don't have a bucket list. Not the kind you hear people talking about. What's the story with bucket lists now, anyway? The dogs in the road seem to have one. 
I heard this young one in front of me on the bus the other day say to her friend, I want to climb Kilimanjaro and take it off my bucket list. I felt like saying, excuse me, love, are you dying? No? Well, you don't get to have a fecking bucket list, so... I'm going to head into the shop tomorrow to buy an electric razor. Alan is going to shave it for me. I want him to. I don't think I could cope with being in the hairdressers and everyone staring at me. The look of pity across their faces. Oh, God, no. We didn't want to do it before Tara's birthday in case she might be too upset. (sighs) Too upset? What do I sound like? She's six years old. Probably more resilient than me. She's always telling people with such pride that her mammy is going to win because she has stage four and that's the highest one you can get. (laughs) So I've had a few rounds and now it's starting to come out in bits. I'll wake up in the morning and my pillow is covered. I don't want to watch that happening, you know. I've lost control of everything else. Although I think I could rock the baldy look. I thought about getting a wig, but I always think they look a bit obvious, don't they? I could always go blonde, I suppose. No, I'll probably wear one of those long scarves. You know, very bohemian-like, aren't they? Nothing says cancer, <laughs> like a headscarf. <sighs> this isn't who I am. started about a year ago. <laughs> Jane Donovan, please. So what brings you here today? Um, look, it's probably nothing, but I'm feeling kind of bloated and uncomfortable, you know? You know, I've tried staying away from bread and pasta and things like that, but it's not shifting. It's still quite swollen. Okay, how long have you been feeling like this? Uh, It's going on for a good few weeks now. It's actually getting a bit embarrassing, really. I mean, people are asking me when I'm due. My guess is it's more than likely irritable bowel syndrome. Be sure to watch your fibre intake, drink plenty of water and get lots of exercise. Look out for the foods that trigger the bloating. Are you feeling a bit stressed at the moment? Um, just the usual, you know. I'm probably more stressed about this than anything else. That could be making things worse. Try to relax. Do some deep breathing. See how you feel and if things improve. And come back to me if they don't. I be fecking S. Okay. I kept doing what I'd always done and I'd stayed away from the triggers, as the doctor said. And I started to feel full without eating too much. I tried my best to stomach my food, especially in front of Tara. God, it's hard enough to get her to eat her broccoli without me pushing a half-full plate of food away at the table. In fairness, though, she's great for eating most things. I've just about managed to keep my pickiness with food out of her sight because they watch, don't they? Especially little girls, they watch everything. I think I've managed to conceal it. 
Then the pain came. I couldn't lie on my side. It was so bad. There is still bloating and now I've got this dragging pain down in my stomach. I'm literally eating painkillers. Okay, let's do some bloods and we'll take it from there. My bloods came back. Normal. It's funny, isn't it? We hate making a fuss. I know I do anyway. We treat doctors like gods, like these infallible beings incapable of making a mistake. I retreat into an almost childlike state in their presence. At the mercy of their knowledge and experience. What, what is it that makes me revert from being a capable, competent woman, well able to hold my own into a submissive, unquestioning little girl worried that she's going to look stupid or is wasting the doctor's time? Not anymore, though. No, not anymore. None of my symptoms went away, so I went back to my GP. I felt like we were having the same conversation over and over again. How long have you been feeling like this? A good few weeks now. It's actually getting a bit embarrassing, really. I mean, people are asking me when I'm due. My guess is it's more than likely irritable bowel syndrome. Be sure to watch your fibre intake, drink plenty of water and get lots of exercise. Look out for I'm the food that still bloating and now bloating. I've got this dragging pain in my stomach. I'm literally... How long have you been feeling like this? A good few months now. It's actually getting a bit embarrassing, really. I mean, My people guess are is it's more than likely due. irritable bowel syndrome. Be sure to watch your fibre intake, drink plenty of water and get lots of exercise. And now I've got this dragging pain in my stomach. I'm literally eating pain for almost six months now. It's actually getting a bit embarrassing, really. I mean, people are asking me when I'm due. Be sure to watch your fibre intake, drink plenty of water and get lots of exercise. Look out for the foods that trigger the bloating. They're still bloating. And now I've got this dragging pain in my stomach. I'm literally eating painkillers. How long have you been feeling like this? It's almost a year and it's actually getting a bit embarrassing, really. I mean, people... Be sure to watch your fibre intake, drink plenty of water and get lots of exercise. Look out There's for the still foods that bloating. The and now I've got this dragging pain in my stomach. I'm literally eating painkillers. Okay, I'm sending you for an abdominal scan. I tried to carry on as normal. Put it out of my head, but it was getting harder to cope with at home and work. Reported you yesterday. If we don't get this submitted by Friday, Brian is going to lose his shit. I can't come in today, Tracy. Can you get someone else in the office to do it? I'm really sorry. Is everything okay? You don't sound too good. If you need some time off, just let us know so we can get someone in to cover for you. It's just the not knowing, you know? Like, it's pretty crazy around here at the moment. Yeah, I know, Tracy. Look, I didn't expect to miss this much. I'll try to get that done today, okay? And I'll email it to you by close of business. Just let me know if you can't get it in on time. I will. Mammy. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Mammy, the swing is making my feet tip the ground. Will you fix it, Mammy, and push me up high? Okay, Tara. Mammy just has a little pain in her tummy right now, so I'm going to lay down here for a few minutes and I'll be out then, love. Is that Okay. And then will you push me really, really high? I will, of course. <laughs> okay, Mary. Don't be long. Guilt. Mother's guilt. Professional guilt. 
whatever you want to call it. I hate her seeing me so weak. We are meant to be the strong ones, the carers. Sometimes she holds my hair back. She shouldn't have to do that. I'll never forget that day. The day everything changed. Thank God Alan was around. Not long after Tara went back out to play, the pain got too much. Shit, Jane, I'm here. Oh, oh. Hold on to me. Jane. Jane. I'm okay. It's just the pain. It just got a bit... I'm sorry, love. Look, that's it. I'm taking you to the a &E. I stuff to get done for work. Work and wait. Alan, please. Are you joking me? You literally fell over with the pain. Okay, okay. But will you ring my mum and drop Tara to her on the way? Go out to her, Alan. I don't want her to see me like this. Just tell her, I, I don't know. Just, just tell her you want to bring, bring me for a spin or something. My boy lollipop, da -na -na -na. you make my heart go giddy up, da -na -na -na. What the hell was I singing that song for? Was that like one of those moments when you hear someone has died and you pinch your cheeks to stop yourself from laughing? <laughs> my whole family are like that. I never forget the story of my nan, years ago, at a funeral of a neighbour. She went up to the coffin in the funeral home and wailed uncontrollably at the poor old soul lying peacefully beneath her. Oh, Maggie, oh, Maggie girl, what have they done to ya? <laughs> of course, when we discovered we were at the wrong room in the funeral home, sure, we nearly had to be carried out. But even when it's someone we know, we can't even look at each other for fear we'd laugh. <laughs> My God, we're awful, aren't we? In my defence, they do say it's a coping mechanism. I don't know. I think it's just the way we're wired. You are the sweetest candy. You are my sugar dandy. Jane, you all right, love? What the name of God are you singing? Oh, I'm grand. Just trying to take my mind off the pain, you know? What? Were people looking at me? Was I very loud? No, you're grand. I sure let them look anyway. You're not as bad as your man over there. Look at him. Hobbling on his left foot one minute and then his right the next. He can't make up his mind which one is broken. The poor guy I think he might be in here for the company. He's chatting to everyone. Why someone would want to be in an a &E waiting room by choice is anybody's guess. The institutional smell of hospital wafted below my nostrils, teasing me, taunting me. I watched as people came and went, the ebb and flow of the injured and the repaired, the relieved look of those lucky enough to go home, the worried look of those poor feckers who have to stay, mothers with crying babies, adult children with their elderly parent, the hobblers, the vomiters, the messers, the warriors, the cleaners, the carers, all bonded together in the shared experience of this 20 by 40 foot whitewashed waiting room. You can see the whole of human experience in those few hours at an accident in an emergency room. Marble, lollipop, da -da -da -da, make my heart 
Yes, that's me. Is it okay if my husband comes with me? Yes, of course. I'm bloated and uncomfortable. There's a dragging pain in my side. I feel too full to eat. Hello, Jane. I'm Dr. Molly Lynch. Can you show me where the pain is? Yeah, it's mainly here, on my lower right side. Okay. And how have you been feeling in general? Tired. Um, I have a lot of pain in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, appetite? Not great. Bloated? Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay, and has the bloating been persistent for more than three weeks? Yeah, it's not going down at all. Okay, and previous blood and abdominal scans came back normal. Okay, I'm going to run some more bloods and we'll do a, a pelvic ultrasound. As an outpatient? No, we won't be letting you go for a while. I'm just going to order those and speak to a few colleagues and I'll be back in a few minutes. Why does she need to speak to a few colleagues? If we're going to be here for ages, what do we do about Tara? Don't worry, um, look, I'll call your mum and ask her to hang on to her for a bit longer. I'm sure the doctor's just checking that she's ordering the right tests. In fairness, I'd say she's not here that long. I know, she looks about 15. <laughs> No, I'm sure she knows what she's doing. Look, if I have to stay here, don't be liking back to Tara, okay? Promise? I promise. Please no, Alan. Because she'll be worried my mum's not able. Yeah, it's grand. Look, I, I promise. It felt like an eternity waiting for Dr. Molly Lynch to come back. Molly. You wouldn't think a doctor would be called Molly. She did look young, though. Pretty. Her long hair was tied up in a high ponytail, <laughs> which probably didn't help any possible attempt on her part to look older. She must have been an intern. She knew what she was doing, though, and she kept checking back on me over the next few days through all those tests. The poking and the prodding. The suspicious shadows found. I know they're meant to keep a professional distance and not get too attached to patients, but whether you call it naivety, lack of experience, or just sheer caring, Molly was there. She was there too when the consultant came into my ward to speak to me. He looked in a hurry. Mr. Bennett was definitely one of those guys who commanded the respect and admiration of all those around him. You could hear the sudden flurry of activity when he arrived in the ward. He was larger than life with ruffled hair, and glasses perched on his head and a stern look on his face. I didn't know whether to fear him or forgive him for what he was about to tell me. Alan clutched my sweaty hand, him trembling, me. Terrified. We studied each other as Mr. Bennett began to speak. Morning, Jane. You know Dr. Lynch? Yes. 
Right, so we've done more bloods, MRI, and a biopsy on the shadow we found on the right ovary. Unfortunately, it's cancer. Ovarian cancer, to be precise. I'm loaded. It's I'm cancer. Loaded. There's a dragon pain on my side. I feel too full to It's eat. cancer. Have you ever heard ovarian of ovarian cancer? cancer? No. How long have I had it? It's hard to tell. When I was first diagnosed with IBS and was told to lose weight, did I have it then? That may have been the start of it, but it's very difficult to diagnose initially. A lot of the symptoms of ovarian cancer can be similar to irritable bowel syndrome and digestive disorders. Bloated, feeling full quickly, loss of appetite and abdominal pain. These in itself wouldn't be a cause for alarm, but because you've been experiencing them consistently prompted us to take a closer look. You've been unlucky, Jane. No question. Unlucky? What now? At this point, let's talk about your treatment options. What are they? First, I recommend a partial removal of the tumour. The best option is to remove as much as we can without causing further damage. It will improve as he your spoke, prognosis. All I could do was stare the at the hair coming out of his nostrils and the crumb at the side of his mouth from his 11 a.m. scone. Alan's hand squeezing and releasing mine like a heartbeat echoing his own. Squeezing faster the longer the doctor went on. Squeeze, release. 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 Molly stood at the end of my hospital bed, swallowing hard and looking a little nervous. Her hair in a side plait and a more mature look etched on her face. Do either of you have any questions for Mr. Bennett? I couldn't think of any. My mind went blank. It was almost too much to take in. All I could think of was Tara playing in my mother's house, blissfully unaware of what had just been said. Mr. Bennett explained my options and told me what the different drugs did and how they worked, but I was numb. Suddenly, I felt very hot and dizzy and I realised I was holding my breath. It's funny how the minute people hear you have cancer, they lose the ability to talk to you the way they used to. Keep positive, love. Chin up now, girl. I'm sure you'll be grand. I heard they can do great things now. Positive thinking. God gives you nothing you can't handle. What is positive anyway? I was always a positive person. Was I just not positive enough? How is keeping positive going to change what's happening to me? Are there positive cells and negative cells in my body? Do those thoughts feed these little positive cells? If, if I have a day when I don't feel particularly positive, are those cells going to get pissed off with me and make me sick or just despite me? I know they're only trying to be kind. I used to say the same, but they're afraid that I'm going to break down and cry in front of them. So just in case, they interject with Keep positive. 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 I am bloody positive. Keep 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 positive. Ke
Why didn't they see it earlier? Why didn't they listen to me? You all right, love? They're all asking for you. Did they hear my rampage? No, just me. I'm tuned into them. Oh, God. Should I go back downstairs? I know, don't come back down if you're not ready. They all know, Jane, so you don't have to pretend anymore. Your mam, on the other hand, keeps glancing over at me and throwing her eyes in the direction of the bathroom. I thought for a second she was having a stroke or something. <laughs> or maybe giving me the eye. Oh, Alan, stop. My poor mother. She's probably worried about me. Is Tara okay? Well, she's grand. She's playing away with her cousins in the yard. They've made up some fashionista game. They're pretending to be walking on a catwalk all dressed up and yeah, they're after taking a couple of pairs of your shoes. At least someone's getting a bit of wear out of them. Do you want to come back though? No. Not yet. Mummy. I'm in here, love. Will you fix my hair? Sure I can do that. No, I want Mummy to do it. Come here. Sit up here now, pet, and I'll brush your hair. Right, so look, I suppose I'll head back to home. Oh, are you having fun at your party? Yeah. Me and Eve and Sarah and Sophie are playing fashionista. Do you want to play? Not right now, pet. Maybe later. Mm. Is your tummy feeling sore today? Just a little bit. I shouldn't have had so many sweets. Oh, but you can. It's my birthday. <laughs> I suppose. You can. You can have lots of lollies and chocolate and rice krispies. When I'm going to be seven next year, can I have loads of rice krispie cakes and a big bouncy castle like Neve had? Of course you can. Will you make them and I can help you? Yeah. Or, Daddy is very good at making rice krispie buns. Now, don't tell him I told you this now, but I think he might be better than me at them. No way! <laughs> yep. And I've seen him put little marshmallows into them too. Hey, how are you getting on with your jolly phonics? Can I brush your hair now? Alright. Just a little bit now, pet, but be, be really gentle. Now, go on. What have you learned? That's all we learned. That is brilliant, Tara. You must be the best girl in school. Yeah. Teacher gave me a big star today, but I lost it in the yard. Can you bring me to school tomorrow? You haven't brought me in ages, ma'am. Yeah, I'll bring you. Would you like that? Yeah. Can I go back out and play now with Sarah and Sophie and Eve? Go on. But only if you give me the biggest <laughs> squeeziest juiciest <laughs> 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 ever. Okay. <laughs> now go on off, Missy Moo. <laughs> I'm bloated and uncomfortable. There's a dragging pain in my side. I feel too full to eat. Take all the support when it's offered. I'm bloated and uncomfortable. There's a dragging pain in my side. Take all the support I feel when it's too offered. full to eat. They were happy with the surgery. The healing took longer than they expected, but I did my best to get on with life as normal. This is your new normal now, people would say. I'd smile politely back. New normal. I hate that phrase. I wonder how many times they've said that rehearsed response to someone. I knew the chemo would be starting within a few weeks, so when I was able, Alan and I would go on spins to the beach with Tara and take her to the cinema. 
Nothing too physically demanding, but enough to keep me from going crazy. Waiting. Wondering what was to come next. My body didn't feel like my own. Something was missing. Our identities are so often attached to how we look on the outside, but we forget that what's inside us, our bits, our organs, our systems are there too. And if they're not there, if something is gone, then who are we? Who am I? You're Jane Donovan, Eileen Donovan's young one. Mavis, my chemo buddy, as she liked to be called, was the first person to speak to me when I started. I know your mam from years back. Go on, girl, have a cup of tea. Oh, I don't know if I can stomach it. The nerves? Yeah. First time, love? Yeah, it is. You'll be grand, girl. It'll be over in no time. I love the old chats when I'm here, but between me and you, some of the ones here do be fierce money, if you get what I mean. My advice? Bring a good book with you so you don't have to chat to anyone if you don't feel like it. Thanks, I'll remember that. And take all the support when it's offered too. If you have a fella at home, now's the time to let him run after you. Sure, we've done it long enough for them, haven't we? <laughs> They've great support groups too, though. You may not feel like it at the start now, but... They're brilliant for the chat, like, and you'll never feel alone. Thanks. Um, Mavis. I'm Jane. I'm sure I know. It's funny how circumstances can throw two people together. People who may never have met in everyday life. Seeing Mavis sitting there when I went in for each round of chemo made the whole horrible experience that bit easier. I'd come home, laughing to myself at some inappropriate joke or comment she had passed, then spend the next week feeling like shit, barely able to wash myself, barely able to function. Week two, slightly better, feeling a bit more human and ponder the possibility of being seen in public. Week three, feel almost normal. The golden week. The week we go on little adventures with Tara. When I forget for a fleeting moment... And all the world is right. Then back in, and it starts all over again. But Mavis, she's the one thing I look forward to about it. There's the girl herself. I'm far from being a girl now, Mavis. Yeah, sure, compared to me, you're a little baby. Here, I smuggled you up some cake. Mm. Any news? Ah, same old story. How have you been? Any news on Charlie? Yeah, sure, he doesn't know whether he's coming or going. God loves the men, don't know how to cope. It's different for you now, Jane. Your fella's one of those new men that can cook and change nappies and things, but poor Charlie. He's probably wearing the same underpants for the past three days. She would tell me stories about her Charlie and his adventures with cooking. Her face would light up talking about Nicola, her daughter, who's the same age as me and lives in New Zealand with her busy job as an engineer and how difficult it is for her to get home right now. She'd comment on Dr. Handsome, as she'd call him, and how Vera across the way tells him about her late husband, despite the fact that the poor fella is downstairs having a fag. (laughs) Then one day, when I arrived for my next round of chemo, something had changed. Her usual cheerfulness, the anticipated antidote for my anxiety, suddenly left. Things felt different. You look like shit, girl. Thanks. Those circles are very dark. 
Are you sleeping at all? I'm having good nights and bad nights. Looks like more bad nights to me. Are you worried? Of course I am. I don't know what's going on, Mavis, with me at the moment. When I go to bed, I try to close my eyes, but it's just me and my thoughts, you know? They can get a bit dark. How will Alan cope? Will he meet someone else? Will Tara remember you? That kind of thing? Yeah, I suppose. And what about your other dreams? What do you mean? Ah, come on, Jane. Remember you told me about when you were young, all that twirling and spinning? Oh, the ballerina. I <laughs> know. I gave up on that when I got a real job. It's never too late to start again. The age of me. Sure, even if I wanted to, I'm not up to it. You're a strong woman. You can do anything. Is that not what you always tell Tara? Ah, but this is different. You and me both know that life is too short to give up on your dreams. I know, but... Come on, Maeve, it's a bloody ballerina. Why not? <laughs> huh? God, if I had my time again, the things I'd do. Don't waste a minute. Okay. Okay. I'll think about looking into it, all right? Satisfied? How's Alan? And the rest of your family? Because I told you, Jane, didn't I? I, I, I told you that you can't do this on your own. You need your family around you. You need Mavis, them. Mavis, is everything okay? It's grand. No. No, it's not. Come on, tell me. Oh, no. They haven't... Uh, no, no, nothing like that, no. That's Nicola. She can't make it home until the autumn. She's very busy in that job and after the promotion and everything. So she can't leave straight away. I'm sorry. Don't be. Mavis, if you ever wanted to... Where's Alan doing his fair share? Uh, he's been great. He's doing all the school runs with Tara and doing the dinner and... And, you know, you know how are you? You know. The two of you getting on. Well, I didn't marry him for his cooking skills, like. Uh, eh, we're getting on grand. <laughs> Jeez, will they ever hurry on with that tea? Do you believe in God, Jane? Where did that come out of? Do you think there's someone orchestrating what's happening to us like a giant puppeteer in the sky? We'd never spoken about anything like that before, but that day... That day was different. Mavis was different. I was different. It seemed like there was no one else in the room but us. Two souls battling for truth. Truth about the reality of our situation. Truth about life. About death. In that moment, the world stood still. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, not like a puppeteer, but I don't know. Guiding, inspiring our decisions. <laughs> You should believe in science, Jane. I do believe in science. They can coexist. What do you think comes after this? There's nothing after this. Just blackness. No, no, I don't think that's it. You can't think that. There has to be something else, some place peaceful, full of light. No more pain. You're clutching at straws. No, I'm not. Why does everyone assume that believing in something is just a comfort? You never gave it much thought before. In fact, you and I both know only too well that you have a lot of catching up to do. I know I have. I'm not perfect. But they say God is merciful, isn't he? Well, I can't see how a merciful God would do this to us. 
Why, he'd make a young woman full of life, top of her profession, and a mam to a little girl so very sick. Would a loving, merciful God be so cruel? God didn't do this to me. This disease did this to me. Why should I escape it when others have to go through it? I'm not God. I can't read his mind. But there has to be some purpose for this suffering. My suffering, our suffering. Yeah, I question things. Of course I do all the time. I want to know why, but I'm not angry at him. Who are you angry with Nobody. then? Nobody. Oh, come on, Jane, I know you. Who or what are you angry no, with? No, I'm trying to keep positive. Never mind positive. Positive will only get you so far. Who or what are you pissed off with? I'm just... I'm... Come on. I'm, come on, girl, don't stop now. Let it out. Who are you angry no, with? I, I'm, I'm angry with my body. And? And I'm, I'm pissed off with that doctor who didn't catch it straight away. And? And I'm, and I'm angry with myself. For not speaking up sooner. That's it. And, 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 and I'm angry with everyone for being so positive and nice around me. And I can't keep up, Mavis. Everyone expects me to fight this and be positive, but I can't do it all the time. I'm tired. I'm tired. Here, love, have your cup of tea. Be honest with Alan about how you're feeling. We've only this one magnificent, cruel, confusing life. Be kind to yourself. That was the last conversation we had. I'm bloated and uncomfortable. There's a dragging pain in my side. I feel too full to eat. Take all the support when it's offered. It's cancer, Jane. It's cancer, it's cancer, Jane. How do you feel, Alan? Well, did the bodyguard manage to put a smile on your face? <laughs> the hugs definitely helped. Yeah, can I get a hug? <laughs> Go away with you. I stink as sick. <laughs> I don't mind. I do. Yeah, here I'll spray some deodorizer on you. That'll help. <laughs> Lunatic. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Floral blossom fresh. Come here. Ellen, please. Have I told you lately how beautiful you look? <sighs> yeah, right. I look like crap. Not to me, you don't. Maybe tonight we can put ourselves to bed a little early and... Uh... Uh, maybe, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not sure, Alan. I, I don't really feel like... I'm sorry. I don't be saying sorry, it's okay. Yeah, I, I just be wrecked. Maybe another night. It's okay, I don't want you to do anything you don't feel like doing. But I wish I wanted Listen, to... Listen, you don't have to explain it. I understand you're tired. Yeah. But you've had your hands full with the party and everything, so... Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it with me either. What? Hang on a second. No, I didn't say yeah, that. No, it's okay, love. You're off the hook. What's that supposed to oh, mean? Oh, this understanding and patience. Just stop being so bloody nice all the time. Come me? On. <laughs> look, come on, look at me, Alan. Seriously, like, you can't be that desperate for sex. How can you say that? You're my wife. All I'm saying is I don't want you to feel under pressure. Well, thanks for being so understanding. Jane. What? Jane. What? Oh, come on. Look, I'm too... Tired for all of this tiptoeing around. Can we please be honest with each other just for a second? 
Forget me. How are you feeling, Alan? Um, I'm okay. I've been better, but I'm managing. I feel like shit. How are you feeling, Alan? I'm feeling strong and determined that we'll beat this. Every inch of my body hurts. How are you feeling, what do Alan? You, what, what do you want me to say, Jane? You know how I'm feeling. I'm going to die. How are you feeling, Alan? Please, just don't, don't say that. We don't know that that'll happen. Look at Jane. Why are you talking like that? We don't know. The doctors can't even tell us that yet. You're the strong one. You need to stay positive. Come on, don't start talking like this. Stop it. Stop it, Alan. Would you listen to me, please? Just listen to me. How are you feeling, Alan? I'm scared, okay? I'm scared out of my mind. Me too. I'm feeling scared too. I can't do this without you. Hey, 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 Jane. look, look Jane. at me. No, 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 shh, shh. No more looking back, okay? And no more fixating on the future. I can't do it anymore. It's you, me, and Tara. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna do all that crazy stuff like we said we would, okay? Okay. And no more treating me like a china doll. We're in this together. If you're having a shit day. I promise to tell you. Okay, I get it. Good. Now, we better do the cake. I'll be down in a sec. I don't feel like everyone else. I feel like I'm in the process of leaving this world. Kind of like living a parallel existence. The world around me is still going on. I'm not working or socialising much because I don't feel up to it. I don't feel a part of it anyway. It's morbid, but I'm innately conscious that if it wasn't for the treatment I'm having, I'd be dead already. But I'm not. I don't have a bucket list. If you asked me before, I would have said swimming with dolphins or bungee jumping or getting a mad tattoo. But I just want time. Time to be present in every moment. Feeling the crackle of leaves under my feet. When I feel well, I could spend hours just playing with Tara and Alan. The three of us would take walks and just have a laugh together. It's not adventurous or very exciting, but this is what I want to spend my time doing. I never liked dolphins anyway. Right, Mammy's back. Tara, take off those high heels. Tara! 
Whispers was written and produced by Ruth Hayes and directed by Owen O'Hanricon. Sound design by Ruth Hayes. Sound engineer Warren Tyvey. Jane was played by Ruth Hayes, with all remaining female characters being voiced by Claire J. Loy. All male characters were voiced by Shane Casey. Whispers was supported by a grant from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland as part of the Sound and Vision Scheme.